Hello and welcome to Stories of the Ones That Got Away. My name is Shauna and I'm very pleased to be your guest today. In this episode, I'll tell you about a time in my life where things did not go as planned. Stories of the Ones That Got Away is unfiltered conversations about alternative life paths people sometimes wonder about. I'm your host, Tolwa Gumbiade, and on this episode, I speak with Shana Michelle. Yep, that's one name about a fairy tale happy ending that wasn't meant to be. Shanna Michelle is the funniest person she knows and she effortlessly sprinkles humor wherever she goes. She's passionate about people, working with them, coaching them, just hanging out with them. Her hobbies include socializing and napping. And for coins, she works in the education space because of her passion to make education as accessible as possible. In this episode, she thinks back to when a long-term relationship ended. Enjoy listening. Now I want to hear what happened. What is the thing that didn't go as planned? It is a relationship that I, a long-term relationship that I was in with someone who I loved very dearly and he loved me. And it was almost picture perfect. We were those hashtag couple goals, hashtag love lives here. There was just one minor slash major issue that we just could never resolve in our relationship. And that was the reason that we ended up breaking up and why we're not together. But on paper and just even the way that I experienced it, it was so amazing, fulfilling career-wise, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. He was smart. He was driven. He was loving, very caring, vulnerable, emotional, all of the things that someone would want in a partner. But our relationship just didn't work out. You know, like you saying all that. Is exactly what you said. It sounds like couple goals. So what what wasn't working out? Um, I won't go into detail here, but there was just one thing where one thing that we just could never resolve um, relationship wise, and it wasn't like something that came up every day, but it was something that was significant enough for me to decide that I couldn't continue on in the relationship, even though everything else was picture perfect. And I still think about it to this day. Like, could we get over that one thing? And when you think about it, do you actually think it's something that you could have overlooked? And maybe the first question I ask is, was it a mutual problem or was it a, was it a bigger problem for you? Mutual in that it affected the relationship. I think ultimately, if I could get over it, then we'd be okay. Do you think about whether you could have gotten over it? I do. I think about it more often, especially now that, uh, so we broke up a couple of years ago. And now we actually rebuilding our friendship and we talk almost every day and we're really good friends. And I do think like, could I potentially get over it? To be honest, I don't think so. You know, I don't know if you would still want us to get back together at this stage, right? That would be presumptuous. But let's say we were in a position where we still wanted to be in a relationship. I felt like me stepping away was me choosing myself and being okay with not being okay with that particular um, situation that he and I face. So I don't know. As of now, my strong stance is no. But every time my mom calls me, she asks me about him. And I ask her, why don't you just call him? And she's like, no, he's my son-in-law. So she's in denial. But I, for now, I think probably not. I would not be able to get over it. At what point did you tag this as the one that got away? Definitely not immediately when you broke up, for sure. I think slowly slowly and I think maybe like a year or two after the relationship I do think of this as one of those relationships that have gone away especially once I re-entered the dating scene oh my gosh it is crazy 
no matter where you go, ooh, it's just rough. And I think that hearing other people's stories about their relationships, I would honestly say, despite that one thing, our relationship for me was perfect. And when I needed my space, we could, I could take my space. When he needed his space, he could take his space. Our families were like well integrated, had a good relationship with his family and vice versa. Um, and also his friends and his cousins became my friends and vice versa. And he was just so deeply rooted in my life and vice versa that as time went on, and as I started to, you know, re-enter the dating scene, I was like, oh my gosh, it's people are suffering. People are deeply suffering in these streets. And unfortunately, I'm now one of the sufferers. Then I realized that, oh, it may be a standard that I experienced, but it's not the standard. That's not what everyone is experiencing relationship-wise. And yeah, that's what I was like, yeah, it's one of those that got away. I'm torn about that thought about, you know, mm. high standards in relationships. And I know we joke about it. Actually, we're serious about it, but we say it in joking ways. Where the bar is under the earth's core. Under the where, earth's core. <laughs> where the things that we see are high standards are actually just proper decent behavior mm-hmm. because I think about it in our friendship and just in general my friendships especially with women the things that I get to experience and the way that I'm treated and I'm I'm used to being treated is just the basics with my friends mm. I'm wondering how you how you engage with yourself at that time because I've had a similar situation ish where I beat myself up over it for a bit wondering why I can't just fix myself to like this thing or just bear it because every other Mm. thing seems okay especially in comparison to what other people get to go through so I'm curious to hear just from your own experience what that was like first when you decided you know what here is something I no longer want to interact with because it's clearly a big problem for me and it's affecting our relationship but also too at the point a few years later when you were back in the trash pool and thinking (laughs) those were actually the best days of my relationship life should I just have tried to run with it I'd love to hear you know give me a sneak peek in inside Shana's head about what (laughs) what that was like Mm, so actually I never post me leaving the relationship I've never doubted that it was the right thing for me to do. I think I think of it as the one that got away because it was great. It was amazing. And I didn't, I didn't, despite that one thing, I never thought that my relationship had any issues or problems. I did think it was perfect even for myself, even outside of other people's opinions or even before entering the trash pool. Um, so, and I think I grappled with the decision while I was in the relationship and that's why I stayed for a while. But once I left, I knew it was the right thing to do. And I've never doubted um, that was the best thing for me to do. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I wonder, you know, if, you know, when they were together, like how might have things panned out. But I don't regret um, leaving for the reasons that I did. Because it also took me long to get there. I'm really happy to hear. What was the thought process that took you to that point? How were you mm. able to analyze it for yourself and come to that decision? All right it's big enough reason despite all of the things that I know work well this is significant yeah. enough for me to say all right let's end this and even for you to still up until this point say it's a decision that I don't regret in the way that I make my decisions I never make my decisions based on like um maybe people would tell me a logical thinking process in that I'll sit I'll map out the problem 
weigh out the pros, weigh out the cons and things like that. That's not how I make, especially my, the most important decisions in my life. That's not how I make them. Um, so the way that I make my decisions are very much based on intuition and my instinct. And even when I decided to break up, I decided in the moment, like now I'm going to break up with this person. And then I said, I think we should break up. It wasn't a long thought out thing. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to think. No, I just decided in that moment. But before that, I was obviously grappling with, should I do it? Should I do it? Can I, you know, get over this thing? Um, can I not get over it? Um, like what it will look like? What will family say? What will friends say? And I just went back and forth in my mind, but it wasn't back and forth from a breakup perspective. It was back and forth. Like, how can I like start to live with this? And then one day we're sitting, um, I remember the day I was sitting on the bed and he was at the desk and he was working on something. And then I said to him, do you think this relationship is working? He's like, yeah, I think we're good. And I was like, I actually don't think so. And I think we should break up. So it was right on the moment. There wasn't any pre-planning, pre-writing, pre-anything. I just did it when I felt it. And that's generally how I operate. My big decisions happen in the moment. And when I decide to do something, I do it. And it's mostly guided by my intuition. Yo, you're hard. I'm just like, it came to your mind. And you know how people would say, oh, I know this is a decision I want to make, but I need to get the perfect setting. We need to be in this situation. The sky must be purplish red and everything <laughs> well lined up before I say it to you. You're just like, okay, it came to your mind. It had to come out. Yeah, I'm grateful that one of the gifts God has given me is when I need to do something, I just need to do it and it will be done. I mean, that mostly happens for big life decisions, not all the time. And in that moment, what happened next? And it was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think that we need to break up. I don't remember much post that, but he's similar like me. Very, He's like me. He's very calm-headed um we're very similar he's open he's honest and he was like okay it was difficult for him to accept but he did accept it and he didn't make the decision difficult for me I definitely don't remember much of the details post that moment when I said that to him but it was hard in that like you know still love this person we're still in very close proximity we're living together at the time so it did take time to kind of like get through the pain of it all but we got through it, you know, I mean, it was a very long relationship, couple, like a number of years we were together. My longest relationship, for sure, my deepest relationship as well. So it was difficult in that, you know, when you love somebody and you're not with them anymore, but you're in the same space and you've made major life choices around the relationship, it is difficult. But it wasn't, it wasn't a hard breakup in that personalities clashed or things like that. I think he definitely respected my decision and I appreciated that and didn't ice me out um, or anything like that or didn't act or, you know, didn't, wasn't nasty towards me or anything, which, you know, based on like how he felt at the time, that had been completely valid for him to express how he felt. But yeah, he's very, like, very level-headed, so he didn't have any wasn't nasty to me um, post the breakup and we've been able to be very civil with each other and now we're in a very good place and we talk and we're friends and we're still there for each other and things like that so I'm grateful for that. I'm really happy to hear that as well and in that moment when you said it how did you feel? Did I don't you know I think I was in auto I think I was just in autopilot mode to be honest I wasn't scared or anything I just it just came out and maybe that's what I needed at the time. It only hit me like six months later to be honest and that's when I got very emotional and cried about it and things like that but before that I was just normal um I think I was just in autopilot mode and just said what needed to be said and that was that do you find that as a way you typically deal with decisions in general where once your heart and your head align and say okay it's time to make a change you mm -hmm. 
just keep going with it and then it hits you later? I would I think in this particular instance it hit me later because we were in cl- close proximity to each other um and then I did have sometimes I did have doubts around like did I do the right thing especially seeing him in pain was very difficult for me because someone I care about but in general once I make my decisions I make them and I'm I don't look back like I made a recent life decision as well to move and once I did it I just did it and you know life is moving as normal and I know there were different probably levels of emotion from when you made that made that decision up until now but in this here mm. moment, thinking back to that point in time, what feeling comes with it for you? I think I was very brave to do what I did. It was a very difficult relationship to walk out from, but I didn't feel this at the moment, but I know now that I definitely chose myself. And I think it definitely set me on a path to better, because I've been single ever since the relationship. I haven't had another relationship after that. It's giving me time to think about myself, the type of people I want around me, being able to say no um, when I don't want to do something or I don't want anything, being able to say yes, not being scared to speak up and go for opportunities that I'm excited about and things like that. Definitely, like, I still do, like, sometimes I'm shaky or I worry about, like, doing things or going for stuff. But I think that was, it feels like it was the very first moment that I was truly, truly, truly brave and was like, I'm going to make a decision that is solely for me and nobody else. And yeah, I kind of marked that as the day that I decided to lean into my bravery. I love that. I love the framing around bravery. Was there any learning from that experience for you, either immediately or after? I think, yeah, I think the one around leaning into my bravery for sure was something that I learned from that. Um, I also learned that as much as things can look perfect, like on paper or outside, sometimes when something is, doesn't feel right for you, it just doesn't feel right for you. And you don't have to have the most logical reason to explain that. I think I've also definitely become less apologetic. I used to, oh my gosh, I used to apologize so much for so many things. I always used to question how I feel and things like that. And now I'm at a stage where sometimes if I just don't want to do something, I just don't feel like doing it. And that's just that. And learning to not feel guilt about that, I definitely carry less guilt than I did before. And I think also the one around, we spoke earlier on about like standards, right? And the dating scene and things like that. And I've come to appreciate friendships more. One of my very good friends gave me the advice that, you know, you don't get everything from your really, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, you don't get everything from one person in a relationship and she gets the love and fulfillment for her from her friendships. And I was like, girl, goodbye. I didn't say that to her, you know, I was listening. I took the advice, but in my head, I was like, oh, sis, like, I'm like, mm. but I'm like, it's something to be said about having your own person, somebody special. I'm like, I'm also not getting dick from my friends. So there's just a lot that's missing. What I did take from that was, you know, I, I listened to it and it actually hit me like a year later. And I've deepened so many of my friendships, a lot of friendships that weren't even physically um, in the same location as me. And just the things that I get from my friends are just like so amazing. And now I'm just like, if I can't get that from a partner, I really shouldn't feel like I'm settling or I really shouldn't feel like, oh no, it's okay because, and there are definitely some instances where I haven't been as great with it, but being okay with the way that I engage and I interact, especially knowing that it comes from a good place and it's not with malice or to hurt. As long as those things are true for me, I'm mostly okay with the things that I do. 
So less guilty about stuff, becoming more unapologetic, building deeper friendships, which I actually did not foresee as a consequence of the breakup and spending time alone with myself and understanding myself better. What makes me tick? What doesn't make me tick? And I'm definitely different to the person that I was in the relationship. And that's fine. Like that's completely okay. There was something you said, the advice from your friend about, you know, you can't get everything from one source, me paraphrasing, of course. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So just expound on how you see that, because I have such a reaction to it every time I hear that, that I would love to hear. I am curious to hear what your own take on that is. I don't have a strong opinion on it, to be honest. What I took from that was what can I get from my friends that I feel like is lacking because I'm not in a relationship? And that was love in so many ways. That was affection as well. I got affection from my friends, like advice from my friends, like literally anytime I'm in a funk, I need to talk, I need anything. I know that if I reach out to my people, they will all respond like immediately or as soon as they can. Like I never have to doubt whether or not they're there for me. I never have to doubt reaching out to them about something. I never have to doubt being honest or being myself and my weird, quirky, weird humor, blunt, funny, whatever other things that describe me. I know that I can be that 100%. Like I never think twice about the things that I say with my friends. Sometimes it's overshare and sometimes it's just the most. But I'm comfortable with that because I know that they take me as I am. So that's the thing that I took from that. I don't have a strong opinion on it as yet because I haven't had the grounds to test it as yet in a relationship. And I think that because I, especially even if I think about like from a sexual perspective, I think sex and friends is just not a good idea. And I've been burned in the past when it comes to this. Therefore, I... I feel like once I get in a relationship, I might be able to actually see, can I get all those things from a person where I need other people? I, I don't have a strong opinion on it as yet because I haven't necessarily had the ground to test it. Sex and friends is a bad idea. Why? Terrible. Terrible. Why? It can, some, Why? It can break friendships. It can break. Well, for me, it has broken friendships. What happens? Can you think of what, the, what changes when that happens that makes it more mm, friendship I think breaking? sometimes... It can draw out emotion or like when one person has expectations that the other person doesn't have, it can be difficult. Like if I fall in love with my beneficial friend and he doesn't feel that same way, it's painful, right? And then I could feel rejected by him because he doesn't carry the feelings that I carry. Or if that happens vice versa, it's just not a good time for people. Personally, I, from my experience, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I understand how it's in most beneficial relationships. There is always that risk of somebody catching feelings and the other not having mm. those feelings mm. reciprocated and how that can put a strain on the friendship. I don't think it's something that one can't come back from depending on the nature of the friendship. Mm, mm, I think there will mm. be a, a, a moment of, you know, okay, I just need to pause and reset these feelings that I caught. So you might mm. not talk for a bit, but I don't think it's the end or the death of a relationship where it has to be. But I get what you mean. Yeah. It, does, it does make it more strained and difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been in that situation um, where I had feelings for the person I wanted to enter a romantic phase. But then... They had feelings, but like not necessarily wanted to enter a romantic phase. That definitely made me feel hurt. 
Um, and what I did, I just decided to take space from the person because I was like, you know what, um, this isn't healthy for me. But we have found our way to each other again. So maybe this will be another episode of the podcast in the future. But hopefully I would have been the one that got away because I'm not trying to get hurt in 2020. <laughs> There's too much happening in 2020 that you can't no. even add getting hurt to it, please. Uh, but going back to the other question I had asked you, you know, around not finding all things in one person, just to phrase how I'm interpreting it now is Mm -hmm. somebody telling you or that you're not in a relationship doesn't mean that you can't get some of the things that come Mm -hmm. with your relationship. So, you know, the attention, the reassurance, the expressions of love and affection, everything minus potentially the sex, depending on who you're talking Mm -hmm. with. But I guess the way I interpreted it before was that when you are in a relationship, you don't need to get everything from that relationship. Yeah. Are they both the same thing? Is that the same message or... Because I see a distinction between the two things. Yes, on the first one. The second one, yes, and. Yes, but I don't have an opinion on it as yet. I don't know because I haven't experienced it post my previous relationship, which I think I seeked, seeked to get all of those things from him, but I also don't know if that was the healthiest. So I haven't had testing grounds to like, you know, see it and do it in a way that's like more healthy. And now that I know myself better and have these strong friendships and things like that, I don't know as yet. So I know that you haven't had a testing ground, but in you, mm-hmm. in the control environment that is your mind, what are some of your ideals? <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your ideals for for a relationship? Um, hmm, great question. Um, has to be funny. If we're not laughing, we are not dating. Um, number one requirement. But that's um, a tough. That's a tough act to follow, considering that you're the funniest person you know. Who's going to I am the funniest. No, I'm not saying they need to be at my level, but like, love Elizabeth. Like, can you just have some words? Can we have some banter? I understand that I will be bringing the humor to the relationship, but like, at least bring 10% because I know it's a very high bar. So minimum. (laughs) Humor is important. Be able to like laugh at things and laugh at yourself because I laugh at myself a lot. Um, Communication is so important. For me, because also I'm, I communicate a lot. Like I constantly speak about how I'm feeling and things. And I also love what talking through things is how I process. So somebody who can help me like talk through things and who's always happy to have a who doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, Anna, again. Um, so humor, communication, um, somebody who has a sense of what it is that they want to do with themselves, not in saying I want to be X thing, I want to be Y thing. But I know that this is what motivates me, what I'm passionate about, or what I feel is my purpose or my mission, or just something along the lines of you feel like you're moving forward in life with some form of a purpose, um, no matter what that might be. But it would be great if it's, you know, not a purpose to like kill people or things like that. That would be great. Um, and then, um, yeah, just somebody who's just like easygoing, communicating, has a sense of like purpose or what it is that they want to do with their life. You need to also be emotionally vulnerable, like emotional availability is important. Um, and also being able to express how you feel um, because I am an over communicator. And I unfortunately realized this only a couple of years ago, maybe one or two years ago, that it only hit me hard that, that we see the world as we see ourselves. And just because I am really good at communicating and express my thoughts and my feelings, and I process things already when I'm going through something, I'll process it then. I won't wait to solve it myself and then communicate it. Other people are not like that. Um, and like I had a friend, for example, who will hold things within. And 
had a friend who was going through something um, and she didn't say anything about it and I let her be. Literally, she tells me a year later about this difficult thing that she was going through and she hadn't told anyone. Um, and I was like, hey, people can hold things in their hearts. And accepting that like, we're different and just because I'm an excessive communicator, this is not the case for everybody and accepting that. But for me, if we're going to grow together, learn together and be in a committed relationship, you should be able to communicate because um, then it's going to drive me crazy. Um, I think actually, funny enough, I haven't thought about this in detail. Maybe that's why I'm still single because I don't have a plan. Um, <laughs> joking. But yeah, I, I think those are the key things that stand out for me. But communication is such a big piece. And be kind. I love people who are kind. I think kindness is so important. I'd love to have a follow-up uh, episode with you when you've thought about, maybe when you're in a relationship and I'm like, ooh, so what about this makes this so awesome for you? And it's interesting that most of the things you're saying, again, for me, they're just, you know, basic human things. <laughs> communication, <laughs> communication, kindness, humor, you know. You know, some sort of purpose or what it is that you want to do. You know, some purpose in life, some consistency, dependency. Mm-hmm. Not, not so tough, not something that should be hard. Alas, here we are, complex. Here we life. are struggling you know i almost forgot that we we're talking about a setting situation i've just gone into relationship <laughs> relationship therapy all through but i'm i would also like to hear from you mm-hmm. if you could go back in time is there anything mm-hmm. that you would do different or would everything be the same not at all i'd keep everything the same i know i say this a lot and sometimes i think people don't believe me but i really try to live my life without regrets there are very few, if anything, um, that I regret because I feel like everything that I have done in my life has led me to this exact point. And I personally am grateful that I feel like I'm in a really great place for where I am right now. And I think that's going to continue on. So honestly, I have zero regrets. Hey, you said that without missing a bit. Like, you never wait for me to finish asking the question. You're sorry, like, oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I actually think that's good because it shows how really you have no regrets on this like it's something you have already thought about before and you're like yeah i would do this exactly the same way and i'm very fine with it why did you pick this story to share because i'm sure there would probably have been a few others maybe not as serious maybe even more serious funny enough i think it's tied to that no regrets no regrets approach when i thought about this I was like what are things that i felt like have gotten away from me and to be honest nothing i don't think anything has gotten away from me and for me when i say has gotten away i think of things that were meant for me and i got stuck there because i couldn't think of anything and i spoke about this specific story because i have no regrets about it but sometimes i will sit and think oh you know that like picture perfect life because for me having a partner is important I'm such a lover and I give lots of love and affection to my friends and the people that I care about that I would love to do that in the setting of a relationship with a partner. I would love to do that. Um, but that's why there's something that I think about. I'm like, oh, this is something that I could have had, but it was just not, it was, that was, thing was just not meant to be. Um, and I am firm in my conviction that we're probably not going to get back, but you don't know about life right life could just be like surprise girl you thought you're never going to get over this thing you've thought through it you you're good you've had therapy about it you in a great place you can probably get back with this person i don't know because i'm not a fortune teller but this is a story that i thought about because sometimes i'm like "Mm, relationships and 
um, being in a partnership is very important to me, that it's one that, and it was great. Like we were in a good relationship and I think about, I'm grateful for all of the learnings from there. So yeah, because there's nothing that I feel like has gotten away from me or something that was not meant for me. Um, this is literally the only story that came to mind because that's just how I think about a thing that has gotten away. I, I like how you're interpreting it as well. And I was even going to ask you how you define something that got away because in some of the other conversations I've had, they've been a mixed bag, right? So there's one mm. about, you know, one that you made a conscious decision and it was you, you were the deciding factor that said, hey, here's something that I don't think is meant for me. So I'm going to end mm. it and move on. There are some that have been a decision that was made for them. They didn't have as much mm. say in what happened. So say an application for a job that they thought would be the best thing ever and mm. they were rejected. But something I'm, I've always been curious about, and these are random thoughts, um, not even at night, during the day that I have, like what are some of the things that have gotten away from us that we don't even know because life is crazy like that? Because then when you read a book, right? A book might tell you about, you know, a moment where something has gone away from this person and they never realized that this person was their love of their life or you walked past somebody and if, you know, a butterfly had flown by or like something happened in that moment, that could have been your husband or your partner, whatever. Like, what are some of those things that have gone away from us that like, we just will never know ever because it just was not in our awareness. Um, mm. Those are things that I'm curious about. Yeah, we'll never know. Except to adopt a stranger, we can see all 7 million possibilities of our lives. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to imagine something with me for a bit. And okay. tied to your one that got away. Imagine okay. that you didn't make that decision. You didn't decide to break up. What do you think your life right hmm. now would be? Oh, I've thought about that. <laughs> um, I probably would have stayed in South Africa. Um, we probably would have been married. Um, we had planned to have our first child this year um, at this age. And mm. I'd probably still be working at my old company. We probably would have, you know, been married and had a house together. I would have never met you because I would have not left. Well, I'm selfishly glad that the breakup happened then. Before I ask the Final two questions. Is there anything else on this theme or topic that you want to talk about? No, but or I think it's just been good to actually like reflect on it, but also say it out loud because these are like thoughts that wander in one's head and not, you know, especially for me because I like to shove things and park things. It's definitely been an interesting one to speak about in terms of like the what is and um, actually how I felt in the moment because honestly, I've never sat and thought what did I think or feel in that moment? I'm realizing a few things now as we're chatting, um, which is great. But no, I think, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add. Yeah. But you said you are, you're realizing a few things in this moment. What's a realization yeah. you, you're having now? Realizing like how I felt in that moment, I'd never thought about it. And it's just like reinforcing a few things around like when I know that I want to do something, I just do it. And then I've known that... I've been conscious about how I've navigated relationships and things like that over the past three years. And then I think also just, yeah, just re-emphasizing like my, my approach on regrets as well. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just reinforcing a few things for me. Mm. Like I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. So what is a song or a quote or a movie 
or anything really that you associate with that time of your life? Mm, it's a song called The Journey by Tasha Baxter. She's a South African artist. It was a song that him and I loved very dearly while we were together in our relationship. And yeah, just any time that song comes up, it's, it instantly reminds me of the relationship. Maybe not the moment, but it reminds me of that specific relationship. And it's a beautiful song. Because I know people are going to be really curious about this this thing you did not mention as the reason for the mm. breakup. And I don't want you to have to reveal it, but like, what's your answer to them? As somebody's like, huh, I wonder what it is. Is it something like, mind your business? <laughs> <laughs> I just say, pass off. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, I just say, it's just one of those things that we couldn't resolve. And it was a him and I think that I definitely would just generally don't like to speak about or like to revisit. So that's what I say. But um, yeah, I say it with, with care. Um, but it's one of those things I share like a lot. I'm generally an open book, but it's one of those things where I just don't like to talk about it. I'll probably just put it as the relationship that ended because of irreco- irreconcilable differences. Irreconcilable differences. Maybe that's how they say celebrities say it in their Exactly. Okay. Irreconcilable differences, but mm-hmm. we're friends. Any final thoughts on this shall we wrap it up then this was great i really really enjoyed this i just realized that i revealed my life to the internet and the public <laughs> um and that's fine but this was this was amazing and i had such a great time thank you for having me thank you for listening you can find mentioned media and links in show notes if you have feedback want to be a guest someday or just want to say hello mention us on twitter at sototga Stories of the Ones That Got Away is created and edited by me. The new cool music you hear is Sweet Tooth by Big Mean Sound Machine. Odabo.